What's up, guys? This is Jared Grabiel, and you're listening to the Live Well, Lead Well podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the Live Well, Lead Well podcast. Um, thank you for tuning in to episode four. If you didn't have a chance to watch that, I definitely would. Uh, I had the opportunity to interview a good friend of mine, uh, Alex Sanfilippo, about balancing all things that are important in your life. So if you didn't get an opportunity to watch that, definitely go back. Um, however, this is episode five, where we're going to be reviewing eight key things to the perfect one-on-one leadership meeting. Now, this is something that I do with two to three people in our organization, uh, and we have about 22 people on staff, so it's not something that I make the time or have the time to do with everybody, but it's something that's super important that I do on a weekly basis with those two to three people, um, which is why it's a leadership meeting. And so we're going to review eight things that really contribute to our continued success and our continued communication. Now, one of our core values in our organization is consistent communication. And within our organization, we always make sure or we try to instill those values in everything that we do. And some of our values are different. However, I believe that any business that you have, whether it's small or large, uh, consistent communication should be one of your core values. And so I really believe that this particular meeting, once implemented properly, is going to be really, really helpful to to, um, conveying that long term. So... Jumping in uh, to this, this is something that I review on a weekly basis, and the reason for that is because, especially with your management and your leadership team, um, if you go too long without addressing maybe some some problems that are going on, uh, both professionally or personally, or if you go months without um, addressing maybe somewhere where you drop the ball or they drop the ball, and you're always coming in behind them, um, and you know, finding the wrong times to address conflict, for example. So this allows you to air conflict potentially and air some positive things on a weekly basis so you guys stay ahead of the curve and so your communication is always healthy. And it's both applied to you and the person uh, on your leadership team. So it allows you both the opportunity to air some things on a regular basis that are going to uh, just help the whole team long term. So the first thing is, and this is really simple, is you're going to review the progress over the last calendar week. Um, And some of those things might look like some of the sales implementations that you've uh, pursued or pushed through the last week. You're going to look at the results of that. You're going to look at how the team performed some tasks or responsibilities over the last calendar week. And you're just going to review how those are working out. And then the second thing that you're going to do is you're going to review the upcoming sales and service implementations for the next calendar week. And so that's for us, that looks like what events do we have coming up? Um, Do we have any 90 day reviews with other employees coming up? How are we gonna address that? Um, Who's taking off in the next week? What are we gonna do to address that? Anything that you have going on within the organization in the next calendar week, we're gonna review that on a weekly basis just so we don't drop the ball on some things. And I know that sounds simple, um, and it might seem like a no-brainer to you, but it's it's uh, very unfortunate how many people drop the ball on those things because they get so caught up in the motions, they forget about the extracurriculars. So the second thing that we're going to review is our uh, sales and service implementations over the next calendar week. And that might look different if I'm talking about someone who manages the customer service side of things. It's going to be more of a service conversation. If I'm talking about a leader in our marketing uh, area or department, then it's going to be more about 
that that strategy of marketing and, and how that's going to look on that side of things. So the conversation is a little bit different depending on what employee you you bring into this meeting. Um, so the number th- the number three thing, and this is where it gets really important, is how are you doing? It's a super simple question, um, but it allows you know your your leadership team to kind of be honest and transparent because this isn't just about uh, the progress within the organization or within your company. This allows an opportunity for you one-on-one with a, a, a person of leadership within your staff, which means that if they're promoted to a place of leadership, A, they're important to you, and B, their productivity is important to you. Um, so they might have things going on that they just need to tell you about both personally and professionally, and this is an opportunity for them to do so on the front end instead of it affecting their performance long-term, and then you have to deal with it on the back end. So I simply ask, how are you doing? Sometimes that's a short conversation. Um, you know, Because we do this weekly, it, it usually is because we don't, we're not catching up on all the stuff going on in their life, but simply it's, how are you doing? And a lot of times it's, I'm doing great, uh, I've got X, Y, and Z going on, but this is what I'm doing to you know, attack those adversities, or I've got this win going on, or this upcoming uh, celebration going on. That's how I'm doing. So we address that first of all. Um, how are you doing performance-wise? That's something that we address. And then question number four is, what can you do to be better? So this, I love this part of the conversation because this allows your employee um, to address personally how they could be better at their roles and responsibilities. So it allows them the opportunity to be transparent about where they know they might be falling short or they might be dropping the ball. Now this particular question, you're not always looking for something to nitpick at because you know, again, if you're doing this weekly, um, these meetings are gonna be fairly short um, and you should address all the performance issues on a regular basis if you're doing this weekly. But it allows your employee to address their personal responsibilities versus you having to do it for them, which is always much more comfortable. Um, so the, the fourth question is, what can you do to be better, both personally and professionally? Question number five is, how is the team doing? Right. So if this is a meeting that you're having with somebody on your leadership staff, they should have a, at least two to ten people on their team performing tasks and responsibilities. And so this question is to look at the general performance of everybody. That way we can, we can address maybe individuals within the team of the organization that are falling short on a certain role or responsibility, a certain task or a goal that we set throughout the week. And this allows them to address it to me as the overall leader of the organization so we can, we can begin to strategize how we can make that work better, where we can strengthen some weaknesses within that, that particular team. So question number five is, how is the team doing? And of course, you always kind of want to hear they're doing really good. Uh, this goal that we set got met this week. This other goal that we set for the month is, is on target for reaching that goal on time. Um, or it might be so-and-so dropped the ball on this and I'm working on it with them. Or so-and-so dropped the ball on this and I don't know how to address it with them. So we get to, as a team, uh, strategize how we can address any uh, weaknesses within um, that person's team. And then number six is, what can the team do to be better? And so that's when we begin to strategize how they can uh, pick up where they're falling short. And sometimes it might not be anything. We might just be hitting it on all cylinders. So it's, um, it's not always necessarily a negative conversation. Very rarely is it if you're doing this every week. But question number six is, what can the team do to be better? 
And then question number seven, and this is where it gets kind of, I would say awkward a little bit, but it's been really important for me to ask this question is, uh, how am I doing? And so um, a lot of times I want to hear that I'm doing really, really good. Obviously, that's what I want to hear every single time, but that's not always what I get to hear. And, you know, hindsight is 2020. Very rarely do we get to see uh, from our first person perspective the mistakes that we make or the, when we drop the ball, when we forget an email, when we don't fulfill a promise. Um, so when I ask that question, how am I doing? Of course, most of the time, thankfully, it's you're doing pretty good, um, but not all the time. And so I get to hear right away uh, where I may have dropped the ball, both personally or professionally, where I may have fell short in an area of, of my responsibilities and my roles as the leader. And I, I just get to hear it up front. So again, it doesn't begin to harbor. And so my staff doesn't build resentment because we're all human. And despite how fun it is to work in the environments that we work in or whatever it is that we do, um, we're gonna make mistakes. And so we need to hear about that. And then the last question, question number eight, is what can I do to be better? And basically what that question means is what can I do to help support you and the rest of the team to reach their goals and fulfill their responsibilities within the organization. And so that's where it gets interesting to hear um, strategically and practically as a leader what you can do to be better, which makes everybody better. So question number eight is what can I do to be better? So three things I want you to take away from this meeting or ask yourself, uh, this meeting, this podcast, uh, I want you to ask yourself after this podcast is, one, um, who do I need to have this meeting with on a regular basis? Chances are you're probably not having this particular meeting at all right now. Um, so what, what people on my team do I know that I need to meet with on a weekly basis to go over these eight things? It takes about 30 minutes. Um, and so the first question is, who do you need to do this meeting with? What people on your leadership or your key team are important to you in order to meet with them on a weekly basis? The second question is, what time in my schedule do I uh, literally have? Can I literally take 30 minutes to an hour each week and meet with that person? So if you're traveling at the end of the week normally, um, you know that you shouldn't put this on a Friday because it won't be prioritized. And so if you don't prioritize it, then it's not going to be very valuable to you or the other person on your team. So what time throughout the week uh, should I have this meeting and can I have this meeting on a regular basis? And then the third question is, and this is more or less as you begin to do it, so it's not something you can practically answer right now, but begin to ask yourself as you have these meetings, are you being completely honest? One of the biggest weaknesses I've seen in, in leaders and managers and anywhere I've worked is um, transparency and honesty with addressing conflict because it's always uncomfortable. Most of us are harmonious by nature, so we avoid conflict, and when you avoid conflict, you avoid progress. So as you begin to have these meetings, begin to ask yourself, how honest am I being with them every time that we ask the question of what can they do better, what can I do better, and what can the team do better? So I really hope this adds some value to your team and your organization. Uh, I hope you enjoy uh, the first five episodes so far. This is definitely something newer to us, so we're having fun kicking it off. And definitely make sure that you share this. If it helps you, it'll help other people. Leave us a comment. Leave us some questions. Maybe we can have a show about some of the frequently asked questions. And um, definitely subscribe if you haven't so far. So really hope you're enjoying the show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have an awesome day and God bless. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Live Well, Lead Well podcast today. 
I hope that the show has served you in some way. And if you enjoyed it, please make sure to leave a comment, uh, click the button to subscribe, leave us a review, and share it with some of your friends that you think it might help. Until next time, have an awesome day.